Are you a single believer looking for the love of your life? Or are you a married believer looking to grow the love you already have? If you like practical advice based on the Word of God with real-life examples, you're in the right place. I'm Cindy. And I'm Wayne. Welcome Welcome to to Love Love with with the the Lines. the lines i'm cindy and i'm wayne and this is episode 36 wow 36 36 who knew who would have thought we did we would do 36 podcasts i know it's amazing it is amazing (laughs) but here we are here we are i'm with you babe Mm -hmm. with my hawaii shirt Mm -hmm. and my slip my my whatever these things are my rubber shoes sounds strange it does sound strange doesn't it <laughs> what are they're, they they're called slides okay with my slides they're they're a sandal and they happen to be made out of probably vinyl or plastic they feel like rubber anyway we digress well i do anyway what are we here for well, we just came back from our wonderful anniversary trip that we really had a good time. And then we came back and you accidentally broke something of mine that I really like and was a one of a kind oh, yes. item. And we promptly had a fight. <laughs> well, our our version of a fight. We mm-hmm. don't we don't really fight, but I was mad and we had a heated argument we had a i don't heated even know discussion, discussion. i'd we say had a heated discussion heated discussion we were snappy with each other and but i don't even think a half an hour went by until i apologized and you apologized and mm-hmm. asked forgiveness and we were able to go to bed without being upset with each other and mm-hmm. and it was just i think it it had been a long day of traveling and i'm yeah i'm sure it you know, we, we, we've learned to recognize it. Okay, why am I feeling this way? Like, to stop and, like, why am I reacting this way to this? Why does this have me so upset? What is it? And lots of times we realize that it's just because it's the the straw that broke the camel's back, as the saying goes. It's the last thing. There's been a series of things through the day, or we're tired, or not feeling well, or or something is upsetting in another area of our life, maybe at work or something with the family or whatever. And so it just takes one little thing and then we're at each other. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. but, um, praise God because we're committed to doing things his way. We often will, will stop and pray in the middle of something and, we ask forgiveness of each other, and it's not perfect, but it's way better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing 39 years of marriage has taught us, is that marriage is hard. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but do you have a scripture to share? I do. Well, do you want to, if you want to share the title of the article that you found that we're going to talk about tonight, and then it'll make sense why okay. I'm using well, we, the scripture. We, we were... We were talking about marriage, and I mean, 
you know, 39 years, it hasn't always been easy. It's always been good, but it hasn't always been easy. And I got to thinking of, and we were talking about marriage is not necessarily for wimps. Mm-hmm. And actually, I found an article called Marriage is Not for Wimps, 12 Things Marriage Is and 12 Things It Isn't. Now, this article was found on the Good Men Project website, and it's, uh, it's from April 18th, 2015, and it was written by Dr. Margaret Rutherford. Mm-hmm. which I believe we'll post, well, you'll post. Yes, we'll po- I'll we'll post, post the, the, link on that. the link to the article so that you can find it. Yep. So tonight we're going to look at the 12 things. We're going to do it in reverse. We're going to do the 12 things. We're talking about the 12 points, the 12 things marriage isn't. So, mm-hmm. And the scripture that we chose to go with our topic tonight is Joshua 1.9. I'm reading this from the New English Translation, so it might be, a little different than what you're used to hearing, but it reads, I repeat, be strong and brave. Don't be afraid and don't panic for I, the Lord, your God, am with you in all you do. Mm-hmm. Other translations read about being strong and courageous. And we thought really for marriage to work, you have to be strong and courageous mm-hmm. because the, the rough times are going to come regardless of how good your marriage is. And how you get through those rough times is what determines how how strong your marriage is going to be and the progress that you're going to make in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. And in, con- in, in context of that, that was what the Lord was speaking to Joshua when they were going into the promised, the promised land. land. So they were going into new territory. And mm-hmm. man, when you get married, you're you're going, going into new territory. It's a new well, and, unknown territory. And the thing was, if if you go back in that story of Joshua... Joshua was one of the 10 spies that Moses sent into the Mm -hmm. promised land to scope it out and see what was in there. And eight of the 10 spies came back and all they did was talk about how huge the giants in the land were and how afraid they were of these giants where Joshua and Caleb, Caleb. came back and said, oh, the fruit's huge. The great head took, took two of us to carry the grapes and everything else. And, and we can, we are well able with the Lord's help to conquer the land. And th- this is definitely a paraphrase of scripture. Don't quote me. That's not, that's, that's my, that's the Cindy paraphrase, but um, yeah. And so there are going to be giants in the land when you get mm-hmm. married, there's going to be, you will encounter giants yeah, there, along your way. There's going, but there's going to be uh, clusters of grape that take grapes that take two people to carry too. Mm-hmm. So, and it depends on what you focus on, but it is yeah, going to happen. Yeah. So, so what is in the article? What is the first thing that it says? Marriage so is not. It says marriage is not for the weak. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and we just talked about that. We mm-hmm. talked about that. It's well worth it, but it can be hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, marriage. Okay, number two. Marriage is not getting is not about getting what you want all the time. It's not a a dictatorship. It's not wanting to win all the time because that would mean the other person would lose all the time. Um, It might be okay for for one of you, but not for the marriage. Mm. And that was a problem. You know, that takes me back to the early days of our marriage because I had this thing. I I was trained this way that I needed to be right all the time. And... That caused probably most of our disagreements is when 
I wanted to have my own way all the time. <laughs> I was right all the time. You were always wrong. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was BC before BC. Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That did not go well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yep. <laughs> we had some heated disagreements about that. Yes, we did have some heated disagreements we, about we that. We call it that. So um uh, okay, number three. Ready to move on? Yep. Um, marriage is not rocket science. The principle is principles it's based on are really pretty simple. Kindness, respect, loyalty, that kind of thing. So. I, I think your daily interactions with each other have a lot to do with the success of your marriage. Uh, please and thank you. They're big. I realize we talked about that before in some aspects, so I won't tell that story again. I'm trying really hard to remember what stories I've already told so that I'm not boring the listeners with telling the same story three times like my parents used to. Anyway, um, it's it pays to be kindness. We, we all have a, a basket that needs filled up. And we have this basket that needs to be filled up with, with words of affirmation, especially if that's your love language. We've talked about Gary Chapman's book the, about the five love languages. And if words of affirmation is your love language, you really thrive on that. I highly suggest that you uh, get that book off of Amazon, read it. We, we don't have an Amazon affiliate right at the moment, so you, we're not making any money on that book. You, you need to fill up the basket because then when times get tough, you've had the positive words in there. And so I really, words, kindness, being kind, doing kind things for each other, just not expecting each other to do things, but doing acts of kind random random act acts of kindness i mean they're great for strangers but they're great in your home too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep and respect and loyalty are big ones too respecting each other mm-hmm. and then being loyal to each other that's a you know well and i think a lot of the research that we've read on marriages say that women want love but men want respect mm-hmm. so that's that's something to learn too i I used to disrespect you a lot. That had to go back to being always right. It was always my way. I was right. I knew more than you did. I and I re and I oh and I said stuff about you and I in a Bible one of the first Bible studies we were in. This is before we were Christians. We were we were in church. We were in Bible studies, but we didn't have a relationship with Jesus and didn't realize we didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And what was that one? Oh, I made I made a cutting remark. We were in a Bible study of something. You were trying to share some of your testimony about your first wives, your first marriages, and but then I was trying to get you to speak up about something, and you weren't at the point where you wanted to speak up about it. And I don't even remember what it was now, but I made some remark, and like everybody in the room went ouch, kind of a thing, and were oh or groaned and. And at the time, at that point in time, I had no idea that I was being so disrespectful to you. It was after we got saved and then we started going to like to marriage seminars and learning about stuff. I had no clue how disrespectful I was being and really had to ask your forgiveness for that. And see, I don't even remember what it was. You don't remember. No, I remember? I remember because when I realized what I had done, it really... It really hurt me that yeah. I would do that to you because I would not intentionally ever do anything to disrespect you or or um, 
to hurt you in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number four. Number four. Number four, marriage is not unfashionable. Oh, this reminded me. I'll have to look it up for the next podcast because I, when we read this, I wanted to look up the statistic and I forgot because I know there's a statistic. Our society has declared that it's okay to live together and that married. it's okay yeah. to to you know that it's a good idea to live together before you get married to see if it's a good fit or not but there was a statistic out a while ago that actually people who lived together before they got married had a higher divorce rate mm-hmm. than people who didn't live together until after they were married yeah, i remember looking at that mm-hmm. i can't remember exactly what the percentages were but that's not um, and I, it had to do a lot with, especially for women, I, if there were things that weren't right in the relationship, they had expectations that once they got married, that somehow it was going to magically mm-hmm. change. And it, it doesn't. <laughs> it won't. It doesn't. No. So number five, marriage is not in and of itself stimulating. Since you are with the same person over a long time, the two of you can get in a rut. You have to keep things fresh. Mm-hmm. I think we found that we a while ago we realized that we were spending our evenings. This has probably been a year or so ago now. Remember we realized that we were just spending our evenings in our chairs mm-hmm. next to each other. But separate. But separate. And <laughs> on our computers. Like we were, we were sucked into to social media or watch or what whatever we were doing on our laptop computers sitting next to each other but we weren't interacting with each other or doing anything and so that's when we started um going for walks or sitting and talking out on the on the porch after dinner or playing 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 cards playing Mm -hmm. games that kind of thing we um Oh, and we had gotten in a rut where we were eating dinner in our chairs. Oh, yeah, we did. Recliners that. are like dangerous territory. <laughs> they can be. Especially when you get older. <laughs> and we were eating in our recliners. We were we were sitting there in our own little separate worlds in our recliners afterwards. Um, or we, oh, we just watched TV. That was before we got rid of cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we would just sit there for hours and watch TV at night. And, yeah, we had to change that up. It's real easy to get in a rut. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number six, marriage is not about collecting things. The joys of marriage aren't tangible. You live them. That's what makes them so very special. Hmm. That's an so interesting that, statement. That is an interesting statement. Marriage is not about collecting things. I wonder what her thought was behind that. I don't know. I know there's comments somewhere below. I mean... On the mm-hmm. article, but I never looked at the looked at them. Mm. So this is really the first time we're taking a good look at these at the uh, statements here. Well, um, I mean, it's true. The joys of marriage aren't tangible. You live them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe she meant about you know people dream about you know kids, cars, best schools, houses, houses trips, that kind of thing. Maybe. Dogs, cats, trips, maybe vacations. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but it's right. It's not about, it's not about collecting things. It's about, I mean, maybe that is what it is about building life, building affluence, having, having material things, but the joys of marriage aren't, aren't material. Mm-hmm. You, you collect, you can collect memories mm-hmm. yep. and it, it, from Lots experiences. Of them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, 
Number seven, marriage is not for the impatient. Some of the best stuff takes a while to develop. You have to stick around to find that out. And some people are more patient than others we have found. Have you noticed that, below? Patience is not one of my virtues. <laughs> Although it's a fruit of the spirit, so I'm... I if I and I have it and I just need to develop it and I've been I've been working I think I'm way more patient than I used to be mm-hmm. don't yeah. you think oh, I think so mm-hmm. yeah or if we're if you clue me in that I'm being impatient about something then we're usually able to turn it around into a joke and mm-hmm. and make it a funny conversation mm-hmm. but yep. Mm-hmm. Wayne is the most patient person I know he is so patient and he definitely. He definitely should win some kind of award for being patient with me. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Marriage is not the place for criticism, for abuse. If it is found there, it will ruin any chance of true intimacy or trust and dissolve the hope that once might have existed. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, and we've talked about that several times, I think. And we always suggest that if you are having... Um, it, first of all, if there is abuse in the marriage and it can be either, either spouse or, or partner in the relationship can be the abuser, but you need to get help. Mm-hmm. There's always, um, a local safe, uh, organization that you can get to. If you're having problems, I would definitely, when you can get to, to somewhere or have mm-hmm. a friend or a family member, look it up for you and call them and they can help you. Um, and also criticism, I used, that was, again, I would, I, I lumped criticism in with being disrespectful because I would, I would criticize you for stuff and I would criticize you to other people and over the years and over different seminars and things and, and just spending time in the word, I, I learned that that was not okay. And, um, it's, so if you... If you are experiencing criticism from your partner and you're not able to work it out with them, this is also another opportunity. We always suggest that if if your problems are more intense, then that's the time to seek out counseling and get help from a professional who can help you work through the problems. Mm-hmm. And number nine, marriage is not a 24-hour repair shop. Kind of goes with the first with number mm-hmm. eight. Your marital partner is not supposed to meet your every need. Some of those needs you may have to take care of yourself. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Or through your friendships or other activities. Mm-hmm. And we've we've shared other articles on ideas on how to have your own interests outside of marriage and then mm-hmm. how to have interests together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number 10, marriage is not self-sustaining. It does not thrive on its own. If all you focus on is the kids, you're making a mistake. Yes. Yeah. You have to to work on your marriage. Yes. Even while you're raising kids, even though Mm -hmm. that's a tough time and you're tired all the time and you usually have a lot going on, the kids are going to leave and then you're left with each other. So that's very important. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to focus on everybody. Right. You know, your spouse and the kids. But, Mm -hmm. yeah. Number 11, marriage is not boring. Amen to that. That's true. Two lives woven together can be quite exciting. There's just something about watching someone very different from you living their life in an extremely different way, up close and personal. 
Mm-hmm. And you can learn from that. And I know we've learned a lot. I know I've learned a lot from you. Mm-hmm. you know, so. I've learned a lot from you. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, mar- number 12, marriage is not without conflict. Knowing how to disagree and work through anger and disappointment is probably the key to lots of stuff going well. Getting to that cooperating mentioned in number two, which would be... Oh, marriage is not about getting what you want all the time. Marriage is not about getting what you Mm -hmm. want all the time. So that is all of the what marriage isn't. Mm -hmm. So next week we'll tell you what marriage is according to this article. Mm -hmm. And until then, we pray that your marriage and relationships will be richly blessed. God bless. Bye now. Bye.